this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Matters with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today, we podcast a conversation with Mr. Amar Babu, who heads the business of Lenovo Group Limited in the overall Asia-Pacific region. Mr. Amar Babu spoke to Business Mirror Special Projects Editor Anne Ruth De La Cruz about his journey with Lenovo and the technology firm's business before and during the pandemic, as well as its plans for the future. Let's get on with the story. Lenovo Group Limited is a technology company that traces its origins to Legend Computer Company Limited. The company was renamed as Lenovo in 2003 and a year later acquired the personal computer business of the International Business Machine Corporation or IBM. What is your general assessment of the company's presence in the region? I think uh, thanks, thanks uh, Anne and, and Edwin first of all for taking the time to talk to us. I hope you can hear me clearly. Yes, loud and clear, sir. Wonderful. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, uh, as you mentioned, I've I've been uh, lucky to actually work in the Asia-Pacific region for most of my life. I I joined Lenovo. I was leading the the country in India as a country. And then I moved on as the chief operating officer for Asia-Pacific. And then I went on to take a worldwide role before I've come back as the president. So, uh, if you look at Lenovo and Asia Pacific, we've been number one in the PC market uh, consistently. And today, even the last quarters, eight consecutive quarters, two years, the last quarter that just got reported with over 21% share. And so, we've taken a leading position and we've been really leading uh, the opportunities across Asia Pacific. Our presence in Asia Pacific cuts across all the countries, uh, all the Southeast Asian countries, uh, in Australia, New Zealand, India, the South Asia region, as we call it, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, uh, and of course, uh, Japan, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Korea. So, we, and we have a strong presence across all our businesses. Yeah. We have uh, you know, broadly uh, three business groups, as you would have seen from the recent announcement. We have our IDG, or Intelligent Devices Group, which handles both the PCs and the smartphones, and also our IoT and H devices. Uh, we have the infrastructure solutions groups, that's our server and storage business. And then the newly formed uh, SSG solutions and services group that kind of helps us put the solutions and services together. So overall, you know, we have presence for these groups across the uh, across the region. Uh, and specifically, when I look at Asia Pacific, Asia Pacific has been leading the, the whole charge of for Lenovo and service-led transformation. Um, and that has, you know, our, our growth in this area has been uh, very, very spectacular. So I would say overall a very strong presence, a leading presence, and we continue to look at opportunities to see how we can uh, serve our customers better and better. Mr. Amar Babu joined Lenovo 14 years ago as managing director of the company's India operations. Um, how would you describe your management style? And what adjustments have you made so far in terms of in the way the pandemic has altered working conditions on a global scale? Thank you. Uh, you know, I've been with Lenovo now for 14 years and I've had the privilege 
uh, in the honor of seeing Lenovo transform uh, from an almost double the revenue since I joined to a $60 billion company uh, and a strong number one. Uh, when I joined the company, we were not a number one. Uh, and I think uh, uh, the fundamental culture of Lenovo, the fundamental entrepreneurial streak in Lenovo, uh, and the power of collaboration that happens in Lenovo is what I'm very proud of. And I think that's what has really driven our success. Uh, you know, so this whole concept of one Lenovo, how do we really bring uh, all our expertise, all our capabilities, all our technologies uh, to solve real-world customer problems, uh, whether it's consumers, commercial, government, our global partners, enterprise. You know, how can we really provide comprehensive, integrated, uh, state-of-the-art uh, solutions, uh, sophisticated services, I think is, is as, as one Lenovo is really what I think has driven our success. And I think in the pandemic, all of this has actually been enlarged. All of this has actually been kind of, you know, magnified, uh, if I may, uh, because we built these strengths over the years with our investments that we have continued to make in research, uh, in our, in our, uh, in our ability to transform as a company to a more solution and services led, uh, uh, business model. And I think it is, uh, uh, that has really helped us. So, so in the pandemic, I think it is about how can we then quickly adapt to what the customers are needing, needing, and how can we provide those solutions? And I think as leaders uh, and as NSP and as Lenovo employees, we also have to adapt uh, in the in this, right? Obviously, the biggest, uh, I would say the most visible part of it is even this interview that we are having, right? In the past, I, you know, if we were to do this interview, at best we would do it on a phone. I know today we we are using video as almost like a, a default way of communication uh, for most of our customers because of the the safety requirements. We are uh, uh, doing most of our interactions on video. We've been not only been able to understand customers' problem, but also you know configure solutions and even deliver complex solutions to our customers when they need it in this time um, remotely. And I think that that capability uh, has really helped us and helped me as a manager work a lot better. Of course, I would love to be able to travel, uh, meet people face to face. I think. Um, there is a limit to which uh, one can use video. So I see the new normal evolving into a more hybrid work style. Uh, and, and I think, but we will continue to adapt uh, uh, as we learn. Of course, you know, in, in the course of the pandemic, uh, when I look at it internally, one of our key focus areas has been to make sure that we are taking care of uh, our health and safety of our employees and our partners. Uh, and, and I'm very proud of what Lenovo has done across the world uh, and in Asia Pacific specifically in terms of making sure that our employees stay healthy, safe, and whenever they have a challenge, uh, I think the whole uh, the whole company uh, as individuals has actually responded more like a family, uh, you know, just reflecting the way we work uh, and, and make sure that we are able to uh, support each other uh, when, when we need it uh, in this lifestyle. So the other area that, that I'm very proud of and, you know, something that uh, I've been conscious of is uh, diversity and inclusion, uh, the whole topic of ESG, uh, environment, sustainability and, and collaboration and, and governance. So, uh, and that's an area where we've done very well in Asia Pacific. So how can we continue to mentor 
of women employees. I'm a part of Lenovo's Diversity and Inclusion Board, and we continue to see how we can make our, our, our organization more and more inclusive, our business more and more inclusive, even our products, you know, that, that we kind of make sure that our products can handle a diverse set of customers. Um, so I think these are the things that uh, I would say, in a way, helped us manage through the pandemic. Uh, a lot better than maybe uh, uh, some of our other uh, industries. I do, you know, always count my blessings that we are in an industry where we are seeing increased demand, uh, but at the same time, we realize that we need to then step up and adapt uh, to what the customers need, whether it's servicing them, servicing their, their existing products, or looking for the new requirements. In a statement last August, the Lenovo Group said, Opportunities created by accelerated digitalization, intelligent transformation, and information technology upgrades in devices, infrastructure, and applications around the world continue to fuel the group's long-term and sustainable profitability increases. How has Lenovo performed in the Asia-Pacific region before and since the pandemic began? Can you identify key strengths as well as areas that would need improvement? Sure. So, you know, if you look at Lenovo's uh, uh, PCSD business or PCs and smart devices business, uh, we were number one before the pandemic began, right? And and as the pandemic fueled a whole new normal, as we would say, whether it is working from home, learning from home, uh, everything from home for that matter, I think this obviously there was a huge uh, growth in demand and we were very well positioned to take advantage of that growth. So, we have significantly grown in Asia Pacific uh, during the pandemic uh, to to actually meet customers' requirements that is fueled by the changes in their uh, in the lifestyle and the way technology is being used. Uh, not just from home, also the way companies, you know, because of the need to migrate to online and various uh, changes that the pandemic demanded, the whole digitization or digital transformation has accelerated across the region. And given our strength, I think it really helped us be able to uh, actually drive and continue our, our growth. In addition to that, right, I, I talked about this whole solutions and services group. So when we look at it, customers, because of the pandemic, customers need a lot more support in putting solutions together, whether it's in the classroom, uh, whether it's in terms of online presence, um, uh, remote working has created new challenges in terms of security. Uh, etc. You know, there are various places where it's not just about selling the devices, but how can we put the whole thing together uh, and uh, evolve into new uh, solutions-based model? How do how can we shift to a subscription-based, uh, as a service-based, inclusive business model? And we've been able to uh, drive that across uh, Asia Pacific. Um, our server business also has grown significantly, and we have done extremely well. Our mobile business is actually growing in triple digits, though we are a relatively small player in the uh, in the Asia Pacific market. We have a very uh, we have a good business in India, and uh, we are we are launching and uh, getting to uh, compete uh, in some of the other markets of uh, Asia Pacific. Uh, clearly, the the objective or the, or the goal of Lenovo is to drive smarter technology for all. That's our kind of vision or our motto statement. Uh, and you know, with the digital and intelligent transformation that we are seeing, we want to be able to see how we can improve uh, uh, and capture these opportunities 
in the in the market by becoming more and more a solutions and services player uh, and move away from being a device player. Uh, I think it's a journey that we have begun. We are doing well, but we still have a lot more to do in that area. Lenovo has announced it supports the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and became a global compact signatory in 2009. Uh, sir, does uh, Lenovo have any sustainability projects? Can you just uh, tell us a few of them or just one or two? Of course. I mean, uh, I, mean I think uh, for us, uh, sustainability is, 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 a, you know, is a core part of our, our, uh, our uh, philosophy and our culture. You know, we, are, we are very committed to, uh, uh, to sustainable uh, development. So, and we will continue to uh, invest in these areas. So we've made some very clear uh, commitments in terms of uh, what we would like to do. Uh, you know, we had set ourselves some 2020 climate change goals in terms of uh, our, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the usage of water, the uh, the uh, uh, generation of of well, you know, self generation of of power that we have, and also, of course, in terms of looking at how can we recycle material. Uh, and we exceeded all those uh, uh, climate goals. So we have now set ourselves some new 2030 climate change goals. Uh, we've endorsed the United Nations uh, water mandate. Uh, and we continue to look at areas on how we can uh, make sure that our products, uh, when we look at uh, recycling, how can we continue to use, uh, uh, reuse and make sure that we are able to also work with our customers in in, respond, in being responsible uh, in terms of making sure that we handle any digital waste with their support. You know, the Hansen Corporate Sustainability Index, we've got an AA rating, and there are many such awards and recognitions that we have had you know, that maybe we could share with you that uh, demonstrates our, our commitment. From a social perspective, right, I think that uh, obviously COVID-19 will require a lot of uh, uh, efforts, all of us together. And uh, we have tried to really put in as much as we can. Uh, we've spent millions of dollars across the world in supporting across different countries in every market that we are in, including the Philippines on what, how we can support the local, uh, local requirements. And it varies from country to country. In some places we've, uh, we've actually helped set up uh, remote hospitals. Some places we have, uh, supplied PPE requirements, uh, uh, in some places even where we needed oxygen concentrators. Uh, so there's been a huge amount of effort and, and Lenovo employees have actually also been committing their uh, their own personal time and effort in pulling this together. And, you know, we've, we've impacted uh, thousands of people and this is an area that we will continue to work on. Uh, you know, we've also, on, on the business side, we've announced the product diversity office where we are actually taking our own employees and, and making sure that we are making our products more inclusive. You know, for example, uh, when we look at facial recognition, right, the most quoted example. Now, facial characters and features are very different in different parts of the world. How do you recognize a Western uh, a feature versus an Eastern feature uh, and, and different uh, shades of, of, of uh, skin color, different shapes of faces? So we've actually been, you know, through volunteering, uh, getting our diverse employee workforce uh, to make sure that our products are, de are, are defined. So, 
you know, we have an ESG executive oversight committee. Uh, we are, we, and we continue to make sure that we, uh, we have a serious commitment uh, to this area. Um, why does Lenovo consider pushing hardware as the key to its operations? Can you cite some of your innovations that have made computing, in particular, a much enjoyable and productive experience for users? So, maybe I'll just alter that statement. I don't think we are pushing, uh, you know, our focus is to just push hardware. Uh, you know, there was a time when our focus was on uh, uh was and is is building the the best devices possible, uh, intelligent devices. Uh, But today I think we are now uh, moving and we realize and we're adapting that it's not just about the devices, it's about how we put the devices together. Uh, How do we build solutions and services around our devices so that we can uh, make sure that our devices work well in solving specific customer problems, you know, which is what this whole digital and intelligent uh, uh, transformation is all about. So how can we, uh, you know, we, we call it the 3S strategy, smart IoT or devices uh, in the broader sense of the word, uh, smart infrastructure, which is in the, in the data center storage, and smart vertical solutions. So our whole approach today is we will continue to build uh, great uh, devices, and we have, you know, we've proven at it. We are the world's number one at it, and we will continue to do that. And we are significantly investing and in, and in, in, uh, uh, in committing more than 40% more on our R&D to make sure that we will continue to uh, build and deliver great devices. Let me just step aside for a minute to talk about some examples. You know, for example, we launched the world's first foldable screen PC when we launched the X1 uh, Fold. Uh, the Lenovo Yoga 5G is our world's first 5G PC. We've also developed solutions that use on, on our uh, virtual uh, artificial, uh, sorry, augmented reality and virtual reality uh, goggles. We have edge, uh, both edge servers and well, as well as edge PCs. Uh, we have smart office collaboration solutions. So today when we say hardware, it is beyond just the PCs. It is, a, it is across the entire spectrum of customers' device requirement. Uh, and we will continue to accelerate. Uh, in addition to that, we are also looking at how can we uh, drive great uh, uh, services and, and, and solutions. And we look at it as our services and solutions in three broad areas. Support services, which of course, you know, along with the devices, every customer needs different devices, uh, kinds of support. You know, and, and I think we need to understand, you know, normally we, of course, we all understand warranty support. For example, Edge. Right. So when you look at edge services, uh, edge services mean that we are we are pro- providing products right at the edge. You know, for example, uh, let's say telecom towers. Now, telecom towers have a lot of technology that is sitting at the tower. And today, telecom companies are trying to provide more and more data and capability so that they can handle uh, with 5G and some of the new technologies coming in. The requirements there uh, is that we have more sophisticated compute power right at the edge. Uh, or, for, for, for example, in retail stores, when you have thousands of retail stores, you need a lot of computing power at the edge. Now, how do you provide support in th- across thousands of these locations at the edge and be able to support uh, customers, uh, support our customers so that they can support their customers? So it's not just about providing plain support services, but more managed services. 
Customers are looking everything as a service, device as a service, server as a service, and also pay-as-you-go models. So we have built solutions on our infrastructure and storage business where you can actually pay based on usage, almost like a utility, like you pay for for uh, for uh, for electricity. And finally, vertical solutions. Right? How do we bring all of this together to provide vertical solutions? Whether, for example, in education, how do we make sure that we are able to integrate classrooms? students and teachers uh, together in a, in a, in a, in a very uh, easy way, in a seamless way, so that we are able to combine all these devices and provide an overall solutions. Retail, manufacturing are some of these other areas where we are now trying to build in specific uh, uh, repeatable solutions, both with our own IP as well as with uh, partnerships. So hardware is, is, I would say, the foundation but what we build around it is our ability now to offer comprehensive solutions that cover both hardware and, and services uh, and uh, uh, overall integration. Um, how do you intend to capitalize on growth opportunities with the company's service-led transformation? So, you know, the, the whole pandemic has really, if there's anything, and I'm sure you would also agree with me, that it's really accelerated this whole move towards what we call digitization or digitization and intelligent transformation. Uh, and it's changed a lot of the way uh, customers do business uh, or either uh, enterprise and commercial customers, how they do business with their customers or we as customers, how do we consume products and, and services. Uh, and, and this has also evolved into different ways of of working, remote working, remote uh, learning. Uh, and this requires a very different set of solutions and, and uh, uh, services. So this has definitely been a huge area where we're seeing opportunities in, in, in many of these areas across our three business groups. Um, and there's almost like a new IT architecture that is, that is evolving. A client uh, edge at, and a client at the edge moving to into a cloud, moving into a network, and how do you build intelligence, all of this. And this is triggering need for more and more sophisticated services, more and more shifting to a everything as a service, a subscription-based, all-inclusive, solution-driven business model. Our performance in these areas has actually been very impressive. And if you just look at our, our recent results that we announced, uh, this is the first time we actually announced uh, our solution and services as a separate business group. And you can see that our solutions and services revenue uh, is actually grown 38% year on year, almost to 1.2 billion. Uh, and our profitability is actually grown over 50% in the same, uh, in the same uh, period uh, in our SSG business to over 260 odd million dollars. Uh, and within that managed services, Vertical solutions in Asia Pacific is actually grown grown at, at tip, uh, triple digit levels, right? So, I think this is the opportunity that we are we are driving, and our 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 intent is that we will continue to build on this performance to drive sustainable growth, right? And how do we build sustainable growth by continuing to invest in each of these areas? Whether it is how do we invest in our capability platform and tools. Uh, so that we can drive more and more services and as a service uh, solution to our customers. How can we 
build vertical solutions with IP, with partnerships? Uh, how can we continue to uh, increase our investments in edge, in, in hybrid cloud solutions and 5G cloud networks? Uh, while we continue to strengthen our design, in-house design, manufacturing capabilities so that we can provide uh, more and more infrastructure solutions uh, to our customers when they, as they build their data centers, as they build their clouds, whether it's public cloud, private cloud, hybrid cloud. Uh, and, and, on, and finally, you know, on the PC side, how can we continue to lead, uh, invest in smarter devices, core technologies, especially with 5G coming in, uh, with, with the requirements of artificial intelligence, not just on, on, on uh, uh, solutions or customers' premises, but also even in our own devices. And how can we continue to focus on our premium, uh, premium PC segments? Increase the non-PC products, I, as I talked about, in terms of our business and tablets, our business and smart office collaboration, our uh, AR, VR-related solutions, so, and we will continue to invest in these areas. And then, you know, how do you put all of this together? So, I think there is, there is a lot of opportunities, uh, that the, the new normal is triggering. Our performance gives us confidence. And with our investments that we are making in our core capabilities, we believe that we will be able to drive, uh, sustainable, uh, and consistent growth in each of these areas. Um, what do you think will be the key trends and developments that will emerge in the tech industry within the next three to five years? And how can Lenovo take advantage of these trends and developments? So, you know, as I, as I said just uh, a while ago, right, I think the, if you look at the, the whole IT architecture, it's changing to a edge, a client edge at the front end. Uh, a cloud uh, uh, in the uh, as a as a as a network uh, and intelligence in the infrastructure at the back end, right? So, and Lenovo plays in all of these areas with our three business groups that that we have developed uh, with 5G with uh, con- uh, coming in. You know, this is only going to accelerate as as customers and and you know really start leveraging the the technology. And what would 5G do is it will actually trigger a lot more of data. Uh, and as you, provide, as you generate more data, you need to cap, be able to capture the data in real time, uh, be able to store the data, be able to work, you know, manage the data and build uh, using artificial technology, um, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, analytics, and, and really be able to translate the data into intelligent information and operations for customers. Uh, and all of this, customers would want a lot of their infrastructure more and more as a service. Uh, again, as you go more and more into the edge, uh, security and data privacy also becomes a very important part of, of the whole solution. So uh, our effort is really to try and drive uh, the this whole solution, right? So which is where our, our three business groups fit in. Our IDG, which is the client of the edge, uh, whether it's phones, IoT, for uh, PCs, uh, uh, all kinds of edge devices. Our infrastructure that provides the cloud and the network, public cloud, private cloud, hybrid clouds, the storage requirements, software-defined infrastructure, uh, and then the intelligence that actually puts all of this together, uh, whether it's security, data privacy, uh, artificial intelligence requirements, management, uh, and, and just the ability to make sure that we are able to service this whole end-to-end uh, architecture. Uh, you know, to give you a, 
example, right, if you take uh, education, uh, EdTech, as it's called now, right, uh, we did a recent uh, study with Microsoft, and over almost three-fourths of, of uh, uh, learning today has shifted to online. Of course, you know, will it sustain this way? We'll have to wait and watch as the pandemic uh, recedes hopefully faster than in many of our markets. Um, but what is evolving is that the new normal is going to be a mix of the two. And it is extremely important that we continue to provide the right technology and solution where educators more and more leverage the online capabilities but build it along with in-classroom delivery. And how do you then build a technology solution that that spans across these uh, uh, these aspects? Uh, and of course, you know, in, in this security and data privacy becomes extremely critical. And that's what even parents and educators have told as the number one issue that they would like to solve. So it is about now becoming building our solutions and our smart classroom solution actually uh, tends to, you know, is, is working on this to combine all of this along with our AR, VR devices, build engaging environments, build the opportunity for educators to deliver great capabilities through online, great great education uh, through online, as well as in a, in a hybrid world, be able to also bring that into the classroom. So, I mean, this is just one example, but similar requirements exist in retail and in other vertical industries. So that's how Lenovo is planning to take advantage of these trends and developments with our new business groups and building end-to-end -end solutions. The Philippines is one of the 180 markets where Lenovo operates. How pivotal is the Philippines and Lenovo's Asia-Pacific operations compared to other Asian countries where Lenovo is also strong? I think you know, the Philippines has been and continues to be a key market for us uh, in Asia-Pacific. Uh, gives us huge opportunities for growth in all the businesses that I talked about, whether it's the uh, our core PC uh, business, our server business, and our mobile phone business. You know, currently we are number two in the PC market, uh, and we continue to grow in the market uh, and with a you know with a good upward trajectory. So uh, clearly, I think we are well positioned. And and Philippines as a market and as a country is also really well poised for a technological uh, boom, right? We've seen the increase in uh, digitization, uh, especially in the small and medium business, as businesses move towards more and more e-commerce uh, and online strategies. Uh, Philippines is also a big market for outsourcing, uh, business process outsourcing across the world. It's becoming a larger and a larger center. And we have many of our global customers who are based out of Philippines and that we are able to save the service. Uh, Philippines, uh, I know, I'm sure you all know Filipinos love gaming. We have, I think, over 40 million uh, gamers in, in Philippines. And our whole uh, Legion series, whether it's the PC or our Legion phone that just launched a couple of months back, you know, we're seeing some good opportunities uh, for us. So, and and, uh, and then finally, the, the, the area that I think where we we really would like to make a difference is in terms of how can we bridge the the uh, digital divide or the education uh, use technology to actually bring education more and more uh, to uh, to the length and breadth of the country. You know, we've, we've partnered with Microsoft for an Envision program so that we can offer uh, schools technology tools solutions that can adapt to this new norm of online learning uh, and how can they uh, better equip them with the knowledge needed 
to be able to deliver these uh, uh, the learning to them. So uh, that's a program that we are very proud of, and we definitely would like to continue to play our part in accelerating uh, the digital uh, digitized learning or digital transformation in Brazil. Um, where does the Philippines fit in the company strategy for the region in 2021 and beyond? No, as I just said, I think Philippines is an important market that is important for us across all all our businesses, uh, whether it's PCs, phones, or or servers. Uh, the country itself is undergoing a digital revolution, and that fits in well with our own objective of providing smarter technology and uh, seizing opportunities and helping uh, our customers uh, uh, transform in this whole with 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 uh, you know in the digital transformation uh, world so i talked about uh, some of these areas whether it's the small and medium business whether it's education uh, retail uh, so i think it, overall there is a perfect fit between lenovo's strategy lenovo's investment areas and the opportunities and the needs that we see in the Philippines market. So I think it is a it is a great mix, and that gives us the opportunity to to play a bigger and a bigger role in the uh, transformation that is underway in the country, uh, both both from a customer perspective. When I say customer, both from commercial customers as well as individual uh, uh, students um, and consumers, gamers, uh, as well as uh, what we could do with the government. So. We, I think, for 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 us, Philippines is a very important market, and we also hope that Lenovo becomes a, a significant player in in helping the whole Philippines uh, uh, industry and country accelerate towards digital and intelligent transformation. According to its statement last August, Lenovo said that looking ahead, the company will further invest in smarter devices, core component technologies, and next generation computing platforms and leverage its broad customer base to cross-sell non-personal computer products. Um, what scenario do you see playing out for Lenovo Asia-Pacific when the pandemic is over? You know, I, that's a very good point when the pandemic is over, and I, and I really hope uh, uh, and pray that the pandemic is over and it moves into a, from a pandemic to, as the experts point out, uh, to an endemic stage. Uh, soon enough, uh, and I know that you know there are challenging situations across across our uh, geography uh, and also in the Philippines. So you know, I, I hope all of you are, are staying safe and and taking care of yourselves as we would expect our own employees and and customers to do. Uh, what this pandemic has done is it has it has really changed uh, the way I think we work, we consume technology, and we need technology. If anything, I think the PC uh, and technology has become central uh, to this new world. Uh, so as a, as a technology company, uh, we believe that uh, this does give us more and more opportunities to solve customers' problems. Uh, and many of the trends that we have seen that has evolved, whether it's remote working, whether it is uh, you know remote conferencing, whether it is remote learning, uh, online e-commerce, uh, I think all of this will will contain become a new part of our life because customers have seen what digitization, what technology can do in improving solutions, in improving uh, efficiency, in improving uh, the the quality of delivery, uh, irrespective of whether you're talking about education, retail, 
manufacturing, you know, just shopping, uh, every aspect of our life. And we believe that this is not a trend that will go away. I think this is actually going to accelerate from here. Uh, and this kind of ties in. I think this whole, our, our vision of smart technology for all has just become much, much more accelerated. It's just become much, much more real. And it is, it is our, our endeavor to try and quickly invest in, 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 um, in research development that we will continue to provide better and better devices, better and better infrastructure, better and better end-to-end solutions where we can meet the requirements of this new normal uh, that will evolve. I do believe it would be a, a hybrid world, but you know, having seen the benefits of technology, I think more and more governments, individuals, enterprises, businesses will embrace technology even more. And I think that will uh, obviously be an area where Lenovo as a company would like to play a bigger and bigger role. We are already the number one uh, player in, in the PC industry. We would like to now uh, become a bigger and a bigger player in the larger IT technology solution uh, industry. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.